welcome, I mean greetings, salutations, <laughs> thank you for tuning in to uh, Donnie's Thoughts, episode 10, um, I know I took a little hiatus, but I had some things I, that I had to take care of, but uh been getting a lot of emails and people, you know, want me to keep going, keep delivering this great content. Um, and I will keep doing that. You guys are great. I appreciate the support. I, I appreciate people that have actually been contributing to my campaign by subscribing and paying a monthly fee. Um, in this day and age, it's something that, you know, you got to appreciate because people don't have to do that. I even appreciate the people that stop in and tune in for three to five minutes or whatever. You know, I know people are busy. Sometimes you don't get time to listen to the whole segment. But when you do catch it, I hope that I can uh, create some awareness for you, help you to be more positive, or whatever the case may be. Uh, I'm just thankful. So shout out to everybody that tunes in to Donnie's Thoughts all over the world. And today, I was thinking right? I'm always thinking. But today, I don't know, man, it's such a big world. There's some things that I really want to do, right? I don't like using the term bucket list. I just, it's some things that I got to do, you know what I mean, before it's all said and done. Uh, I want to do more world traveling. Like, I've been to a few islands and things like that, but I really want to go across the pond, you know. Uh, I got some things, you know, planned coming up in 2019. And I'm definitely trying to go to South Africa. That is, it's like, I, I feel like South Africa is calling me. I want to go there, and I want to go to Egypt. I want to check, check that out. I don't know, mainly South Africa. I mean, I'm intrigued by the culture um, of the, uh, I don't know if you can call these people Egyptians that are there now because they're Muslim. There's a lot of Muslims in Egypt. And we all know that wasn't what they were practicing, you know, way back when. I mean, you can look that up, but I'm, I'm sure uh, they weren't practicing Islam at that point in time. But uh, I want to, it's pretty historical. I want to check out the pyramids and, and see what it's about, actually. You know, I bet you it's, a, it's another kind of feeling when you can actually reach out and touch it as opposed to reading about it or watching some sort of YouTube video. It's just... I want to go to Antarctica, too. I know, that's fucking strange. But I hear you got to get, like, special permission or some shit like that. But I'm going to find out what I need to do so I can do it, you know? While I'm physically able to do those kind of things, I want to check it out. Because before, you know, it's all said and done, I want to have a pretty decent story to tell whoever's going to listen. But speaking of, uh, Africa, right? Why don't 
people understand Egypt is Africa. They just be like, oh, that's Egypt. But no, it's Africa. But anyway. Um, why? What's the dip? I talk to a lot of people, right? And this is just something that I've noticed. And maybe, you know, a lot of my listeners have noticed this. Uh, what? Why is there no real, and this is just my observation, you might have a different opinion, but it seems like Africans and African-Americans, there's a disconnect there. And I'm not sure why that is, but that is something that I have noticed over the years. It's almost like, and I may be wrong, this is just my opinion, but it's almost like that, like the actual Africans, the one that actually come from Africa, they f- have a certain demeanor where it's almost like they look down on the African Americans here. And from what I've researched or, you know, what I've experienced, a lot of Africans don't like the fact that we call ourselves African American. And I just want to know why, you know, what, where did that disconnect come from? I mean, there's a a few things that I think, like, uh, I noticed just me being born in Jamaica, I was so young when I was born there, so I didn't experience the things that my mother went through when she came here from Jamaica. But some of the things that I would hear her talk about is uh, how people, especially black people, treated her differently. Because at that time, it was more so like, you know, you're coming here to take our jobs and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, all kinds of negative things. And although, you know, we look alike, we may have a different accent, it's kind of like the African-Americans here... Um, they feel like when you come from a foreign that you that you that you're slow, you know what I'm saying? That you can't keep up with what they got going on. So I think that um, brings up some some kind of tension too, because I mean a lot of my uh, Haitian family associates friends, uh, they they say when they first got here. You know, a lot of the black Americans were, you know, teasing them and, you know, basically bullying them because they weren't, you know, American because they had a different culture and things of that nature. So it always strikes me odd when I see, you know, uh, black people here with, you know, the medallions or even talking that, you know, Pan-African, go back. They want to go back to Africa stuff. I don't. I don't even think that would work out, to be honest with you, because the cultures are so different. Meaning the thought process is just hella different. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I just, I just don't think that would work, and I just wonder why there's such a disconnect. And then. I mean, hate hate to bring it up, but 
you know, a lot of people here in America, they're like, you know, why would, you know, uh, I guess ancestors, you know, want to sell their their people into slavery, you know, that could have created some animosity because what made them think like, yeah, let's send them over to this to this new world, you know what I mean, to be slaves. So a lot went into that, and I know that, but I don't want to spend too much time on that because it's just a thought. It's just something that I notice by just speaking to different people and hearing some people's uh, experiences. I mean, I don't know. Black is black because at the end of the day, uh, the powers that be, um, they see a black person, no matter where you from. I mean, let's be honest, they see a nigga. No matter where you from, no matter how straight or curly your hair is, no matter what degrees you have, they see a nigga. So that's what we all have in common. If you're not white, you gotta be a nigga. You know what I'm saying? And that's fucked up. So I believe instead of having that, uh, I don't know, that disconnect, we can work on bettering uh, the African and the African-American relationship. Because just think if we were a united front, how powerful that would be. You know what I mean? How powerful, man, that'll be crazy. A whole continent, you know, full of natural resources and all that good shit links up with their, you know, brothers and sisters across the pine to create that African-American, uh, African connection. That would be so dope if we thought like that. But then you got some countries in Africa where, you know, like they don't get along with each other. And I'm not going to get into that, but I just know that's crazy, you know. Uh, I, I I did watch um, Hotel Rwanda, uh, and that was a genocide. But, I mean, that's some major shit that was happening. And once again, you know, they had a bit of a disconnect there, too. So I'm not sure. And let me, you know... This is going to sound crazy, but I think about shit like this, right? The powers that be, for some reason, they think black people don't add value to neighborhoods, right? I'm sure there are some predominantly black fluent neighborhoods, right? I'm sure where there's like, you know, millionaires that live there. And the majority of the people that live there are black. I know it's not many. So just hear me out. What is it about us as a people where we don't feel the need to take care of our own communities? Like, we'll let the houses get ran down. We'll stay in these projects. And people feel the need to piss in the hallways like what why you know what i'm saying 
if we took care of our own neighborhoods, I mean, that would change just some of the stereotypes. Because when the powers that be see too many of us moving in the area, they feel like, man, it's time to move. Why is that? That's just something that I was thinking about because there's a lot of cities here that have a black population and when you go to that side of town, it never looks good. That I don't understand, right? Why can't it like what's what's the issue that we're having where we can't take care of our our neighborhoods, right? Doing simple shit, taking like painting your house when it needs to be painted. That's simple shit. Uh, fucking cutting the grass, simple shit. You know, uh, not throwing the trash out. You know, on on your property. You know what I mean? Like all oh, that is simple. That's not nothing major. You don't. You don't need, like, hella funds to do that. You know what I'm saying? But it's just something, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I just question myself. Like, why is it like that? Because you could drive to, you know, someone else's neighborhood, the powers that be, and they don't all have millions of dollars. They're not all just walking bags of fucking money, right? Um... Why is it that their neighborhoods don't look like that? And then, okay, we could say the trailer parks, right? But even then, let them tell it. You could take a trailer park community, put it up against, let's they say, the projects. They're going to say they would rather live in the trailer park instead of the projects. Why? I don't know. But all I'm saying is if you ever go to some third world countries, and see how the the what you would call the ghettos up here compared to those ghettos, big fucking difference, right? It's a big difference when you actually have a fucking floor and you don't have a dirt floor. You know what I'm saying? Big difference, and you'll appreciate, I guess, well, I would hope you would appreciate what you have as opposed to what you don't have, right? And you would want to take care of it, right? Um, I don't subscribe to any religion, you know, but I do believe in God, right? You can call the creator, the architect. I've said this before. I do believe in God, right? So my thing is, I know there's a lot of Christian listeners out here, right? And they're they're probably black or white, whatever the case may be. But I'm saying if in, I don't even know if that's in the Bible, but people say cleansiness is next to godliness, right? Does that not apply to, like, your neighborhood? How your house looks and shit like that? I don't know. But that's just something I want to throw out there. Like, can you imagine how different it would be if you weren't able to tell if you were in a black versus white neighborhood? That would be so fucking different. Like, if you're driving and you're just like, oh, shit, where am I at? You know what I'm saying? Is this the hood? Or, you know, is this, like, where the white people at, right? It would be fucking, I think that would be, like, crazy. Because literally here in Chicago, you can drive and you can tell when you're around black people and when you're around white people. Does anybody not see the problem with that? 
there's a real, like, fucking problem right there. But no one's paying attention to that. And I think that could be probably some of the disconnect, too, between Africans and African-Americans. Because this is what they show you. They show uh, fucking Africa. When people think of Africa, they think, like, lions and fucking tigers, elephants, and all that shit that's there. Granted, that shit's there. But there are some major fucking cities over there. With with more people in the, those cities than you know you would have in the Chicago or New York or whatever. Think about this, right? You go to Nigeria, you're not finna fucking see lions and shit. You finna fucking see skyscrapers, a lot of fucking people, all over the place. You know what I'm saying? Handling business and doing productive shit, right? And then when they come over uh, from Nigeria to here, I have some Nigerian friends. They're confused on how, you know, black people carry themselves here, right? Because this, no matter how you look at it, America is supposed to be uh, the land of, you know, dreams, opportunity. So when they come over here, most of them take advantage of every opportunity that they come across. Why is it that we as African Americans don't do that. I mean, I know we got a lot of shit against us, right? I know we do. It's tough out here for a black man, and it has always been. But a lot has changed. I mean, shit, is the internet racist? No, it's not. You can learn how to do any and everything on the internet. Whatever you think of, you can find out how to do it on the internet. A lot has changed. There are no borders. Right? And we should be taking advantage of that. You know, why, why, you know, get mad at someone else for taking advantage of what we have the opportunity to do on a regular basis? I don't know. It's crazy. And I, I, I feel like just to bring it right back to where I started, That disconnect, I I really feel in my heart if we can figure out a way and have, like, a conversation about it. Because nobody really talks about it. I mean, there's some people that talk about it, and I'm sure that there's efforts being made to close that gap. But I just really, that's, that's something that I really want to see before the lights go out on this small planet. I want to see I want to see how powerful that could be, right? People of color uniting like that. Like you're talking about Africa, right? There are more resources in Africa than in other other place of the world, natural resources. Right? Than any other place in the world, right? Can you imagine if we were able to come together, you got Africa, the Caribbean, you know, a stronghold here in the United States. And let's not forget South and Central America. There are colored people there. Just imagine if we can get some some form of unity, right? Man, that would be fucking amazing.
I'm just saying. It was something I was thinking about. But, man, I could just, man, imagine what that would be like. Straight up, man. That would be powerful. And this is a great segue, right? If you've been tuning in to my show, you know there's no order. But I feel like this is the perfect time to bring this up. You know? What kind of man or woman are you? What I mean by that is, for example, what kind of man am I? Right? Let me tell you, this is what I think. Um, I'm smart. I'm caring. I'm fun. You know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I got that from a movie called The King and I. I actually really loved that movie as a child. And I watch it from time to time as a adult, which I hate using that word because that shit doesn't sit right with me. And I'll give you a quick example. When people say they're adults, they're like, oh, I pay my own bills. You know, I got my own car. I got my own house. Whoop-de-whoop-de-whoop-de-whoop. What the fuck? Listen, you can be fucking 18 with the same fucking bills as somebody who's fucking 50. You understand? So I don't see how that makes you a person that... People need to be like, oh, shit, they grown. That's stupid. (laughs) I don't like these titles, man. I really don't. That is something I am so against. I'm I'm, I'm anti-titles, right? Why can't you just be a person who fucking has bills and you're moving along in your life, right? Because then you'll have people saying, oh, you're not acting like an adult. Like, what the fuck is an adult supposed to act like? That just, just let that shit marinate. What is an adult supposed to act like? So, if I wanted to fucking watch cartoons all day, right, but my bills are paid, I got my own this, I got my own that, a motherfucker would be like, man, you're acting childish. All you do is watch cartoons all day. What the fuck? That makes no sense. Whoever came up with these words and these meanings, I just want to know. Like, who? That's some other shit. But how and why? I always want to ask that. Because none of it, I mean, to me, doesn't make sense. But anyway, back to the question I was asking. What kind of man or woman are you? I think sometimes throughout our life, we should ask ourselves these questions. Right? Because people may see you a certain way and you may not be that way at all. Right? So then you got to ask yourself, what are you? How are you presenting yourself to the world? Does it matter what the world thinks? Most people will say no. But if you really sit back and think about it, all the people that say no, they do shit to impress people, right? But ask yourself what kind of person are you? I think it's important that we always challenge ourselves. 
if I said, you know what? I'm a thief, right? Everyone would probably think, oh, shit, he's joking. But no, actually, I'm telling you the truth, right? I'm not telling the truth now. I'm just using that example. A lot of people don't take what you say serious. So, you know, that shit's crazy, too. But scratch all that. Just ask yourself that question. Right? And give yourself an honest response. Don't just say shit just to say it. Right? To make yourself feel good. Be honest with yourself. That's the only way, right, people are really, truly know who you are. You got to be honest with yourself first. And in this world that we're in at this day and time, there's not a lot of that going on. That's why so much confusion in the world. Relationships, friendships, business relationships. You got people taking on things because they've been told their whole life, fake it till you make it, right? How, how is that good advice? So pretend to be something that you're not and hope that I put my faith in you and then shit doesn't work out and you looking clueless. It's because you lied to yourself then you lied to the people around you. That's not good. If I said, hey, I want to open up a fucking hardware store and I want you to give me two million dollars to do it. I mean, of course you're going to say, man, do you know what you're doing? At this point, I can be like, yay or nay. Right? I say yay, not knowing what the fuck I'm doing. You're going to be out of that $2 million that you invested in. But if I tell you, no, I have, a, I, I have an idea, there's an opportunity there where you can work with the idea, right, create something, and then, you know, have a better chance of making some money as opposed to me faking it till I make it, right? That makes no sense. I don't know why people do that or even say shit like that. Just like the whole thing, you want your cake and eat it too. That has always been a pet peeve of mine. That has never made any sense. And I'm quite sure people understand why it doesn't make any sense. Like, who is in charge of coming up with these things? That shit is crazy, right? Because some of them just don't make any fucking sense, right? Like, (laughs) the other day, not the other day, but... (laughs) For quite some time, I have associates that say, man, I'd rather be uh, judged by um, six than carried by, no, I'd rather be judged by 12 than be carried by six. How about you don't want to be involved in any of those, right? (laughs) How about you, you, you don't want to do anything that will rush you dying or 
put you behind bars. How about that? Right? What, what happened to that option? But, I don't know. Just people come up with the weirdest shit, and we, we transfer it from generation to generation. That, you want your cake and eat it, too. That shit's been around before I was born. I don't, I don't know what the fuck that means uh, at this point. But, um, yeah, ask yourself that question. What kind of man or woman are you? And just be honest with yourself. When you tune in to my show, basically every episode, I'm going to want you to have some self-reflection time. Right? Whether you agree with anything I said, right, or you don't agree with it, just know I'm going to always promote self-reflection. Right? Because any change starts from within. And that is something that you you got to hold on to because we all go fucking, I don't want to say crazy, but we all have our moments where we just, we're fucked up mentally, right? We make bad decisions. We, we, we treat people close to us fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Or we treat people, you know, that's fucking us over really, really good. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a slippery fucking slope. Right. But if you take time out to gather your thoughts and 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 try to, you know, look at the situation from all angles. I mean, I think we all would be better off in this world, white, black, Latino, Asian. If we step back and I actually looked at shit, you know, like I would. One of my things, and I said this in a previous episode, like with white people, right? I just don't get how they as a whole could really not understand what they did was wrong. Like, they'll say it was wrong, but I really believe in my heart, like, they don't. Like, they, they don't really feel that way. You know what I mean? And I was dead ass in my last episode, uh, a few episodes ago, when I said if they could have slaves, they would do it. They would be all right with it. And if you can't see that as bright as day, I mean, you got to step out your body for a second and really analyze that shit. But it's it's just real fucked up how they don't see like how that shit was wrong. It's almost like can they imagine that shit happening to them? Could could they imagine watching their child being hung from a tree? I mean that that's pretty violent. I get it. But can they imagine that shit? Like they would you want to see that? Would you want to see your loved one you know, get beat down for whistling at a black woman and getting killed? Can you imagine what would happen to a black officer shooting a fucking 12-year-old white boy? Can you imagine what would happen? Oh, man. It'll be some crazy shit going on. 
So it just makes me wonder. Like, why can't they see what they did was fucked up? And I'm not even talking about for, man, this was 400 years. And still counting. This was something that was engraved in our minds. Can you imagine if they just took the time out to actually step outside of their bodies and think like, man, this, what's happening, what's continuing to happen, it's fucked up, it's wrong. We need to figure it out. But that's not touching them. That's not touching their they spirit. They don't feel it in their spirit that it was wrong. They think when we bring that up, it's we're looking for a handout or some shit, right? They don't understand that struggle, so it'll never, it'll just, it'll never be, right? And that's just one of the saddest things ever. But to bring it back around, white or black, Asian, Mexican, whatever the—not Mexican, but Latino—I apologize. Right, because there's several Latinos, but what I'm saying is step outside your body, analyze who you are, and be honest. Because it all starts from within. And your life will change. Right? What they say, they say honesty is the best policy. Right? That's a slogan I can get behind. Right? It's tough. It's tough for people to be honest because you're put in some very difficult situations, right? You don't want to hurt people's feelings, right? You're trying to stick to a code of some sort, right? But some people just be out here lying. But honestly, honestly lying. But listen, be honest with you. And then everything else will change around you. Inside note, while I'm saying that, now this is for my 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 people, right? That grew up, you know, in the hoods, right? From Chicago to New York, Miami, LA, Houston, Detroit, wherever, right? If you consider your neighborhood a hood, a ghetto, as they say. Let me ask you this. What in the world leads people that live that life, as they say, to think that there's a code of honor? I don't get that, and I never understood that. I don't care what era you talk about, I think it's all bullshit, right? One of the biggest myths in the world is snitching, right? Yeah, no one likes to get told on because then you're getting in trouble, okay? No one likes that, right? But if I'm a criminal, the object, right, I would hope, (laughs) is not to go to jail. Now remember, I'm a criminal, right? I have no laws. Technically, no honor. I don't give a fuck what, how you try to word it and how you try to make it seem. No, my guy, you're a criminal with no honor. You live by no rules. 
There's no principle into being a fucking criminal. It's wrong, right? Point blank, period. I don't give a fuck. It's wrong. Quit lying to yourself, saying that you a real dude, or you you be holding it down. You No, you're a criminal. There's nothing honorable about that. Let's get that out there. But if I was a criminal, my whole agenda would be, hey, I don't want to go to jail. And I'm sure that's what most people, especially if you're a criminal, that's what you're thinking. So you're going to play the game how I go. Right? Who wants to wake up every day with a man in their cell? Right? Who wants to use the bathroom in front of another man? Who wants to take showers around 20 other niggas? I'm sure nobody's volunteering for that. All right? So, why do people that are living that lifestyle forget the whole point of living that lifestyle? Right? None of this shit makes any sense. Don't do it. Then you don't have to worry about people ratting on you. Right? Because you'll look at a nigga and say, oh, you a rat. And in the same breath, you killed your best friend for a couple of keys. What? And that makes you a real honorable nigga? Nah. Not really. You'll kill somebody that you don't even know for a couple of keys, a couple of dollars. That makes you honorable? You ain't no different from the person who told. Matter of fact, the only difference between you and the person that told on you is that shit. He putting you behind bars. You got rid of a nigga. Point blank, period. That's crazy. That's backwards. But this is the society that we live in. And I know people ain't going to agree with me because people not being honest. You're a criminal, my dude. You have no laws. There is nothing righteous about being a criminal. That's like me right now. If I told, if I said, hey, I'm going door to door and I'm going to sell fucking cyanide. I'm going to sell cyanide because I got to get money to feed my family. If you know what cyanide is, you're going to be like, bro, that's not right. You killing people. <laughs> What's the drug game? What? The, the, the drugs are help, helping people? <laughs> a dr- drugs are like, you know, the, what, a blessing? You know what I'm saying? No, you're killing people. Slowly but surely, you're killing them. You're You're selling what they say is a poison. But we... You know, let some shit slide because it's like, oh, they trying to get their money. They out here, they hustling. I can't knock another man's hustle because I'm a hater. Bro, you're you're physically, like, killing people, right? Okay, take the drug out of the mix. You physically killed someone over some money. Money. You could replace... The money. You can't replace a life. But that makes you a real nigga. Don't that shit sound crazy? So, if you're listening to this, look, 
Hey, I done did some shady things in my lifetime. Right? I promise you that. And I'm not proud of none of it. I'm not going to say that made me a real nigga. It didn't. It made me a criminal. Right? There is no difference between somebody selling drugs. And listen, (laughs) these entertainers lead these people the wrong way. They don't even be telling the truth. But there's no difference between the the actual the drug dealer and the snitch who's selling drugs to get out of jail. Because guess what? If you're selling drugs at a certain level, you ain't trusting nobody around you. So the moment you think a motherfucker snitch, they don't even have to snitch. You killing them, right? Because that's the part of the game. But that makes you a real nigga. Niggas have literally killed their best friends. The niggas. Niggas done went in niggas' refrigerators as little boys, then called niggas mama mama, and then killed their best partner over a couple of dollars. And to look you in the face and say, man, I'm a real nigga, a stand-up, honorable nigga. Man, that sounds crazy. That sounds crazy. I ain't gonna hold you. That was a little off topic, but there ain't no difference. Well, I don't never have a topic, but bump bump. But there ain't no difference between the criminal, the the, the drug dealer, the snitch, the fucking uh, pyromaniac, whatever. Y'all are all in the same boat, right? All of y'all, the murders, the snitch, the murderers, the snitches. You know, all you all you motherfuckers is in the same boat. Shit, the moment y'all realize, right, <laughs> that there ain't no rules in, in this, what people like to call the game, right, that, that you play, I think y'all will be better off. Because then, shit, motherfuckers will know. I'm not finna, I don't want to do business with you because I know you ain't up to no good. Let me just mind my own business and, you know, whatever, but... Y'all will figure it out. Y'all will be like, oh, this is bullshit. But, no, just sit back, think about it. Think about it. How could you respect the person that took somebody's life more than you respect the person that put somebody in a box, right? Like, you know, the prison, not the box where you go six feet under. I don't know. Something to think about. It's it's fucked up. But if a nigga was like, hey, would you rather for this dude to tell on you, right? Would you rather for this dude to kill you? I would probably just want to get told on do my time, right? But uh, anyway, that shit's crazy. Um, I'm going to let you guys go. And as always, please, I don't think y'all are really listening to my quote. Yes, this is my quote. I'm going to say it again until y'all start really, really listening. In order for your light to shine, you have to be in the darkness. And when I tell you that's better than that, oh, you want your cake and eat it too bullshit, y'all better be telling y'all great-grandkids that shit. Remember, in order for your light to shine, it has to be in the darkness. I want you guys to stay positive, right? Stay positive. Create awareness in your communities, whether you're white, black, Latino, Asian, whatever, 
create positive awareness, right? This is, you know, what they call the holiday season. There are people that are literally sleeping under bridges, under viaducts, right? If you can go spend $500 on a bottle that you could pay fucking 100 bucks for at the liquor store, right? Meaning you're wasting your money. You can prepare 200 sandwiches to get a 200 people. How about that? And then you're still not going to spend $500 doing that. But I'm just saying, right now it's supposed to be the season of giving. Let's give. Let's be positive, but let's do it all the time. How about that? Right? Challenge yourself to do that. In closing, as always, stay dangerous.